Nearly live from the Legends Lounge, the Full House Monk Breton, Barnsley. This is on the Pontiend.com, the podcast. Hey up there, this is Wilkie. This is part three of our interview with Eric Wynn Stanley. I know you're all looking forward to it. In this particular edition, discover just how close Eric was to leaving the Superheads with Viv Anderson. Just what was it like for Eric to take Barnsley to Wembley? And find out also in this particular episode what Eric Wynn Stanley really thinks of Nigel Spackman. It's all here in this particular episode of OnThePontienne.com the podcast this is on the pontyend.com the podcast tom's written in from uh, manitoba also in canada um wanted to ask eric um what would take barnsley back fighting for a place in the premier league is it possible to nurture a side and direct them towards something like the premier league eric yeah i i think so i think that uh, i think what you've got to do is to make sure that the basis of the club is working properly and that's youth right through mm-hmm. uh, and then you've got to try and make big steps quickly because the, the, like I said the first team can't wait it can't wait but the same team same time you can have shorter terms goals to aim at right. which is maybe experienced players that's not going to be there more than three or four or five years that's going to bring players and also as well good type experienced players that will bring the young kids on mm-hmm. and bring players in that's uh, and, and foster that what you, you look into the future and that then again is all understanding between directors, chairman manager, the staff the staff obviously uh, the, the manager obviously looks after his staff and tells him what he wants but it's between manager and chairman the, the policy of how it's going to be done mm-hmm. and all this is bared out because A are you a buying or a selling club mm-hmm. where you're going to get the money to be able to do it because yeah. you know if you're a Chelsea and you can just throw poor money into it it's, yeah. it's a lot easier yeah. but I don't always think that that's the right because what happens is is you, you spend money mm-hmm. for the sake of it and sometimes you're better not having it because you work with what you've got better. When we were at Barnsley at that mm-hmm. time and Viv Anderson came and Danny Wilson came yeah. and I was with the youth and, and Viv said, look, he was the manager, had me in, he said, look, done brilliant with the kids but we want to, we want to coach with us. We're offering you the job. Yeah. If, you, if you want to stay where you are because you've done well, Fair enough. We'll have to get somebody else in, mm-hmm. but it's up to you. So they were programming what they wanted to do, yeah. and also we don't want to. Yes, man, we don't want somebody we want yeah. somebody to argue with our policy and say, well, I think you should be doing this, yeah. you should be doing that. So that's how important the working is between yeah. the staff. Yeah. How important it is. Yeah. And once that triggered off, and I said, right, I'll come with you. That's it. We triggered it off, and that was it. It took a while because then Viv went with Brian Robson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, lies in another story. Okay. <laughs> Look, <coughs> you, you've got the group of players together. They've they've done what what was probably deemed the impossible. Barnsley are now playing in Premier League. Um, the hype and speculation around it. Let's go back before that season even began. In fact, in fact, I'll use one of your quotes said it because you actually said something when uh, when you were over at York last year saying that pre-season is all about gradual progress. Uh, you know, building fitness, avoiding injury at players. And most Barnsley managers always get criticised for poor competition in pre-season. It's happening again this year, you know, likes against, you know, Gainsborough and blah, blah, blah. The only decent game most fans see is Man City. Take me back to your strategy. Beginning at Premier League season, you're living the impossible dream probably. What are you doing at that stage, you and Danny Wilson? Well, Danny... When I when I finished off with what went on about Viv there, yeah, is that I could have gone to Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, I could have gone to Middlesbrough. That nobody ever knows this. This mm. is that that's the first time he's ever pulled me. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Brian Robson and Viv. <clears throat> I don't think even Danny knows that. No. <laughs> but they rang me up. Does now. They told me to go there. Right. Mm-hmm. And. I said I wouldn't leave Danny on his own. If Danny came now and said, Eric, I'm going to get my own man in. Yeah. Mm. Even though we'd worked all right, yeah. you know, uh, I would do. I'd, I want my own man in, then therefore you'd have to go. And I said to Viva, and I said, well, I'll come. And I, I'm, I'm, not talk, I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. double wages, Card bomb, blah blah. Yeah. So and I said, but I won't just hop and go. Yeah. But if if he's got his own man coming in, I'll go. Yeah. Because I know what football's like. That's how football is. Yeah. I weren't going to moan about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how he wanted to be. He's his own man now. He's, 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 he wants to be manager. Viv's left. He's the manager. I went in the next day and Viv, and Viv came in. Uh, Danny came in. Now then, big man said, "There's only me and Dean there. Mm-hmm. That's it." So I walked up, I walked out, phoned, um, <laughs> phoned, phoned uh, Viv up and says, no, I'm not coming. Right. Right. And that was it. Boom. Yeah. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Sound. Nobody knows, knows that. Nobody knows that. So, Premier League season. Only my closest. Premier League season. <laughs> um, you and Danny side by side, looking to take on... Um, you know some big big clubs um, massive reputations in, a, in, in in potentially what could have been an overhyped league what's happening in pre-season Eric at that time as far as you remember no I mean, thinking on him all, all we used to do was we, we used, used to do exactly the pre-season training that we always did right mm. and it was a slow build up mm-hmm very very slow to start with and built up hard work mm-hmm. both in uh, fitness and then as it got into a month after and it was hard work I'm sure that a lot of players used to tell you uh, but then the organising became into it and also then we used to look for teams that we could build up build up build up until a week before we'd probably play somebody that was a little bit special yeah. and put us under pressure you know mm. uh, and it was even in the training and in the teams mm-hmm. there was a natural progress if it wasn't right 
we would omit a team out. You know, right. in other words, if it wasn't just right, because teams come on to you and say, "Would you play us?" Yeah, and you could satisfy it all all the time. You could say, "Oh yeah, we'll go to so and so. We'll go to so and so that week. We'll mm-hmm. go to so and so that week." And then when you look at it, you think, "Christ, we shouldn't have had that." Yeah. Mm. So in other words, you're not doing yourself any good. Yeah. Mm. And you've got to have it organised so that there's a natural progress in fitness as well. Yeah. In other words, it's no good going and playing a top team and you're not ready yet. Yeah. You, you're probably not going to be ready for them anyway. Yeah. So you want to be at the best because psychologically yeah. you've got to do well out of it. So surely there's no sense in playing somebody in Division 4 and then in Premier League? Well, what Eric's saying is you start off with Division 4, isn't it? And then... <laughs> You don't want to get hammered first match, uh, and your confidence go and your fitness yeah. out. So you you start off yeah. playing your poorer teams and building yourself up until you play your top. Well, I mean, I just I just this my personal opinion on it is that he seems to go from this sort of non-league, almost unibond level outfit, maybe maybe to somebody in what people call an old money the mm. fourth division, mm. and then go play somebody in top league. That doesn't seem to make sense to me. Mm. You, we used to have a lot of non-league teams. Mm-hmm. And used to give the second team that, mm-hmm. yeah. And and then you you the squad, the outer squad of the yeah. main squad used to play in that as well. So mm-hmm. it was a mixture between reserves and first team. Mm-hmm. But they might not be getting the games in the first team mm-hmm. to get them match fit. Mm-hmm. What nice. did I get beginning of that season about thinking about players who were going to get in? You know, like we got Georgie Stroff and people like that. You know, like Alex yeah. Kazan and. And George Obadanski, Danskis, mm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Finding them sort of players, did you feel as though you needed to get a lot well, of players big, in? Yeah, you know, there, there to, to sort of a, deal with Premiership. There was a big game. There was a big push about getting the squad bigger because we knew we were in the Premiership mm. and we needed a bigger squad. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, uh, I think if Danny was here now, there was some probably some that came. Mm. That maybe you were panic just to mm. fill it up. Just fill it up, yeah. And, and and to be fair as well, we got relegated, but points-wise, you know, five points. Wise, it's true to get relegated on those points oh. in more seasons. With a few yeah. games to go, we were, we looked as though we were going to be all right. If yeah. we hadn't mm. got the Liverpool game where we got we've got yeah three players yeah. three mm. players sent off. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. We'd have had a great chance then. We'd yeah. have had a great chance because we looked as though, and then all of a sudden, a squad couldn't keep it. Yeah. Because even though we got a bigger squad and we'd signed players on, yeah. they weren't of the probably the ability mm-hmm. to. When we lost players, yeah. they weren't that good yeah. to. Yeah. Which is what Liverpool's of this world are mm. doing now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they can take one out and replace him with one, and it's even better. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, any particular addition involving yourself, yourself, Eric, is easily criticised if we don't talk probably for hours about, you know, what happened that season in Premier League. But mm. you were at the club a long time, it won season out of what, 34 years. And I'd like to think we've covered 30, 33 years <laughs> and one year because it's important. But another important thing happened actually at your time, which is. Um, Obviously, like, Andrew was was boss before Dave Bassett came along, mm. but that was the first time that I certainly remember Barnsley mm. appearing at, at Wembley. How much did that matter to you as a as, as a Barnsley fan, Barnsley player, actually going there, to and Wembley. taking Barnsley to Wembley, to Old Wembley? Oh, fantastic! 
that was I mean uh, uh, I understand what people say about you know like we got promoted the premiership yeah. automatic mm. it must be fantastic to go to Wembley and get win it that way yeah. because it was unbelievable mm. and yet <clears throat> nobody can after the Bradford game could ever uh, criticise or, or say that it wasn't good what happened that, on a mm. Saturday on mm. that night here mm. yeah. in Barnsley yeah. I mean I went other places like but what, what they tell me what happened in Barnsley was nobody's mm. business yeah. Yeah. it was fantastic I mean that I mean that you'll never forget that night yeah. And I don't think people will. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, but um, going to Wembley was a big disappointment as well when we got beat. Obviously, mm. but, obviously. And 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 I think that game, uh, Ipswich were very very fortunate. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Georgie as well with that. Yeah. Well, Turning point that penalty miss, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched was, Darren Barnard yeah. take penalties yeah. for two seasons, and he always he always hit him in top corner. Mm-hmm. So why did he change his routine in that particular game? Yeah. And just put it hard and low, you yeah. know. I think if we'd have gone in there, two one up, yeah, mm-hmm. we'd have beat him. Yeah, to score the first <coughs> goal as well. Yeah. What a beauty yeah. that was. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of things that, as I said, we probably could talk about. I mean, one thing I don't want to talk about is Nigel Spackman, so excuse me for, for not bringing that particular subject up. Is that, um, yeah, Nigel actually was a nice guy, but he got it wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll move on from that one. You don't deserve time on my podcast, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but um, I, just, I just wondered, obviously, why we're here as a bit of a group. Um, as I say, long career... Um, Make, in your opinion, what, what have been sort of the outstanding parts of, uh, of Eric's career, as you've seen it, both as a player and, and his continued involvement with Barnsley? Well, I mean, he's been a star, obviously. He's, you know, he's been Mr Barnsley for, for years. Everybody, if you've just said, can you name us one, anybody, can you name us one Barnsley footballer? Yeah. And it'd be, Eric Winstanley would be there, you know. I mean, I, and, but I remember as a, a kid going to watch him with Patty Howard, alongside Patty Howard, and you know, and he must have helped you along, Pat, because he were he were wall bottom, weren't he? Pat, he was put him in wall bottom. He didn't miss about. He was a classy player. He just whacked him into wall bottom. But uh, mm-hmm. but there again, you see, what you're saying is right. Is that you've got a, a Barnsley lad there that when he came in the side, I was supposed to look after him, mm-hmm. and he, he became. We got promoted, '68. He went for next to nothing to Newcastle. Mm. Not a lot of money, mm. right? Finished up playing in cup finals for Newcastle mm-hmm. for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And it's how many managers came to Barnsley thought, well, I don't know about him, I don't mm. know about mm. that. It's mm. all about opinions this game, yeah. you know that. Mm. But there's so many mistakes made on opinions. Mm-hmm. And Pat Howard proved to everybody that he, he played for clubs like Arsenal, mm. Newcastle. Yeah. Birmingham mm-hmm. and cup medals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a great lad. Yeah. But he showed that there are players among Barnsley mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that with the right encouragement mm-hmm. can be players. Yeah. 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 Paul, anything you tell us some For me, it? I mean first starting with Dan football well with my dad. Yeah. You know, at four and five year old, Eric had just gone into the side then. You know that I can remember and stuff. I can just remember. Your Charlie. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just remember Duncan Sharp because he was the first player oh, yeah, I ever Sharpie. saw kick a ball of a Brody stand, you know. Yeah. And I thought, what a player. Because he kicked the ball. When he did it to a player, <laughs> to a player I thought, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Uh, so Eric's sort of always been there, yeah. you know, for me being a fan. And, uh, you know, it's just, I think it's just marvellous, you know, that they've done what he's done, yeah. you know. And as a player, coming back as a coach yeah. and all this coaching stuff and, you know, being a coach in Premier League, you know, it must have been ace. Yeah, I mean, it's, for me, it's I mean... It's just a pity that it, it broke down when Spatman came. So we'll not go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, I mean, for me personally, Eric, um, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the fact that, you know, when I started supporting Barnsley and supporting myself to support, you know, Barnsley, <laughs> paying for me tickets and everything like that, you know, you were already, you know, a stalwart at club. I mean, I came in at the time when Barnsley were actually mm. competing, you know, the likes of going to Anfield and beating Liverpool at Anfield mm. as an you know, 18, 19 year old lad was something I could start bragging about. I weren't just from <laughs> Barnsley, you know, we were actually beating, yeah. you know, recognised yeah. sides. We were knocking Man United out at FA Cup. Mm. And, it, and it starts to give you a bit of an heartbeat as a lad from Barnsley. You might not talk like everybody else talks, but you know what? <laughs> I don't give a shit because I speak properly. And at the same time, we've got a superior football club behind us. Yeah. I see I see Eric as, a, as an heartbeat at club, you know, and I, I genuinely mean that, Eric. I mean, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure an experience meeting you I could talk for hours um, but I think one thing that we're distinctive about your influence on the club was at your own testimonial against Man U um, Steve Parkin was in charge at Reds at the time and uh, I think the arrangement was um, obviously you know something amazing at the time Alex Ferguson was bringing over a side of superstars Ryan Giggs were playing amongst many others and I'm, I'm, I'm sure from memory I could, I could pluck them out if I had time but, but, but Alex Ferguson was showing you a massive amount of respect and instead he played with his brother and that, that's yeah. probably yeah. a connection with you and you know, Alex Ferguson but also at the same time I think the original Steve Parkin side were playing first half and yeah. the, the promotion side were playing second half mm. and I think what you did in terms of coaching were all over that side in second half mm. you could just tell couldn't you players weren't even yeah. seeing ball yet they knew that the ball were going to arrive mm. and by God it did and it arrived and put them in some killer situations um, do you remember scoring your testimony, Eric? Yes, <laughs> two one or three. Bar- Barnsley won it one no for you, one yeah. Nine, but it was Premiership Red, squad. Yeah, Redfern won it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Did they scored a great goal, Neil? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and and no better fitting tribute for mm. for, for something like Eric Winstanley, I think, than to have Man United performing <laughs> at Oakwell, getting mm. stuffed by the Super Reds. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for Eric Winstanley. <laughs> you know, and I think that that. that Nally didn't like that. Did he not? He didn't like that, no. <laughs> As someone stuck a microphone under his chin at the time, what would he have said? He, he didn't like that. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. The second half was going to beat him. Yeah. Because actually, when we set it up, I went. To, he invited me over to uh, training ground, and I went over. Dave Bassett, me and Dave went over, and uh, he said, "I want it so that it's." I can give some players some games. Yeah. Mm. So he had to look at this. He, he, he didn't do it. He did it personally for me, but you know, yeah. also for himself, that it had to be within his programme so that he could play some players that night. Yeah. You know, And I said to him, well, what about David Beckham? Get him here. Get him there like <laughs> And he said, he's only been alone at Preston. Surely he can come to Barnsley, you know. He said, Eddie, he said, Eddie you have no chance of getting in. <laughs> but they, uh, you, like you mentioned, you know, uh, Ryan Giggs was there. Yeah. And... Fantastic, and he said to me, you know, he said, uh, 
Oh, he's, he's unbelievable. He'll be there. Yeah. Play, but no chance of getting. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know the guy. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, um, could have brought one or two of his uh, showbiz pals with him and not like that. <laughs> and, uh, they might have added on to the gate. That's what I was looking at. But no, no, it was a, it was a great night. And yeah. I, I mean, obviously, Alec. Uh, I knew Alec through Martin, his yeah. brother who played at Barnes. Yeah. But uh, and I'm in touch with Martin a lot of times now, like you know, because yeah. he's, he's their European scout. Uh-huh. Was all overlooking and things like that, but no, I mean uh, the the football people, yeah. mm. the football people. I mean Alex ne- never know different. Mm. He'll be he'll be staying so up for it next year and just mm. the same uh-huh. until yeah, some nobody left to tell him what to do or whatever. But he's he, he just I think he likes the fact that if you if you've worked hard yourself in the game and you've been down to earth, you know, yeah. and that's what he is. Yeah. And that's what he is, isn't it? You know, he's not a, a big uh, showbiz type, is he? No, not at all. So he's down to earth. He knows what it's all about, and that's what that's what football's all about. And that's why I think, you know, Alec Ferguson comes from shipyard, yeah. labour, up for it. Yeah. He will fight for your cause, for everybody else's cause, and every cause that's going. And that's why he became a great manager because he'll, he'll fight for a cause of his players. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he intimidates other managers and other people in the game. Why? Don't intimidate my players. So he's looking after his own, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a labour man would be in the shipbuilding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's down to his roots. And that's mm-hmm. what management's all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Management's about looking after people that's mm-hmm. underneath you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric, I mean, literally, I could keep talking for hours, but the one thing that uh, I'm probably saying on behalf of all the Barnsley fans is that I think the, the really strong things come out of here is you are our Eric. This is our <laughs> Barnsley football club, and, and I think loads of people would love to see you back involved because you really would be the heartbeat of everything. It's been an education and experience, an absolute pleasure meeting you, Eric. Thanks ever so much, and uh, come on, you Reds. Come on, you there you have it that's the end of part three of what was a truly memorable interview with the Reds legend Eric Wynn Stanley if you've missed any of the episodes you can go right back to iTunes and download them today just search on iTunes for Barnsley FC or on the Pontian you'll find us there Um, also you can go and visit the site on a frequent basis you can download and and listen to things also on the site keep following us on Twitter on thepontian.com just until next time keep listening tell your mates join the Super Reds debate we'll see you soon On the Pontian.com, the podcast.